in the grim, dark future of 20,023. So you think you can find an Imperium legions are here to read one more fan fiction. Hi, welcome to So You Think You Can Fan, and my name is Matt. I'm joined by Sergio. Say hi, Sergio. Hello. <laughs> and Kai. Hi. That's all you got, Sergio. Just hello. You just said hi. But I, I mean, like, it was just so... Like, you were so dejected. Yeah. That's just, that, that, that's just, how, it, that's just how it came out. Sometimes it just Sometimes it just comes out. Sometimes you just sound like your entire day has been ruined. In general, for everybody. Some days, some days the day just is fine, but it sounds like, it sounds like you're a... Anyways, though, what are we here to do, Sergio? You suggested something. Uh, yes, um, uh, today I have picked out a, uh, a text-to-speech Christmas, uh, a... Warhammer TTS fan fiction by Super Saiyan Diclonius. That username goes hard. It does. Just, I don't see anything just, to just preamble about, anything to discuss or, or harangue our hats upon for I, Warhammer I, I miss 40K. Warhammer TTS. I wish they would bring it back. I know why they won't bring it back. I, know. I, I miss would. it too. It's too bad that Games Workshop is a bunch of fucking cucks. Well, they they Can well they they reverse they reversed that policy. It's just that they the, the TTS the people who made TTS just felt so wrong that they didn't uh, that they're not going back. Dad, I put your car in. Damn. The top. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Because if but you anyways. don't know, Kai uh, Games Workshop put a kibosh on any Warhammer fan projects because they were trying to like. Um, it was like a sort of like brand protection thing where it was like if fans were going to do anything, then it was going to be like official and they didn't want like a lot of unofficial content. And then obviously mm. people said, well, that's stupid because their rules were like, um, like very str- like, like, oh, yeah, you can't like make Warhammer fan art and sell it and dumb things like that. So they reversed the policy. So you won't get. Um, the SWAT team called on you if you draw a Warhammer and put it on Twitter. Well, it's also illegal in general to say, oh, you can't sell fan art for something. Because you can. Yeah. You can sell fan art because it's your art. I'm quite certain you can't You can't say that you can't make fan art of something and sell it. I'm pretty sure that's the case, isn't it? That feels um, like under fair use. I think it really depends. Um, cause I know like you can get into legal trouble for f- fan works. Um, but I think it really depends on like a case by case basis for what happens with that. Cause normally you wouldn't profit enough for it to even matter. Um, the, the, uh, according to what, 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 what I find it's not really legal, but most people don't care. But if you want to care, then yeah, you have um yes. What do you call yeah, it? Yeah, you um, you have legal mm-hmm. recourse. It's just yeah. like not a lot of lawyers are going to take that up because it's kind of small fry for cases. Yeah, and, 
it's really hard to convince a judge that it's worth their time to hear hear a, a legal thing about it. I guess I'm thinking more along the lines of like videos and transformative works. But if you're just trying yeah. to like fan art, I guess that's not really transformative. Yeah, fan art is not transformative enough and most fan fiction also wouldn't qualify as being transformative enough well, yeah fan fiction especially if it's fan fiction of a book wouldn't be transformative enough but um unless that book is under yeah. public domain which if you guys weren't aware uh sherlock holmes will be fully public domain um as of uh, uh december 31st <gasps> amazing is that because it's a hundred years since he was first created. Uh, yep, nineteen twenty-three. Hell Dang. yeah! All right. Any questions or comments before we get into this? No. Do you remember what TTS was, Kai? Not at all. Okay, we'll have to show it to you sometime. This will be a good introduction. To well, you. he's he's okay. seen it. You've you've seen. I'm pretty sure you've seen the Heretic Burger video. That yeah, we, I've seen that all the time. Yeah, Look that, that that's the series that it's from. Okay, is that the best part it's, of it? It's one of the best parts. Okay, I at least know that. Now it just occurred to me. I'm going to be voice acting as one of the major characters, Sergio. Do you want to narrate this time? Uh, sure. I, I also, because uh, Kai's going to be Magnus, I'm going to be Kitten. <laughs> okay, Kitten. I really didn't, I really didn't want to, I, I really didn't want to say I want, I was, I wanted to voice Kitten in the Discord because I know Jake <laughs> will make a joke about it. So I'm, so I'm going to make, uh, so I'm going to say that on the podcast uh, where he can't make a joke about it. Who is Kitten? So, 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 oh, no. so, if the, if the emperor had a text to speech device follows kitten, uh, one of the emperor's personal bodyguards and custodies, um, he was nicknamed kitten by the emperor himself. Yeah. And okay. I think I can't remember he can't why, go by but his nickname is kitten. Will blow him up. So he's the emperor's sub then. Got it. No, he's more like literally the emperor's son. One of his many, 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 many millions of sons. Okay. He's probably a sub to one of the emperor's other sons. Okay. Matt, do you want to take Rogaldorn or shall I be Rogaldorn? I'm going to be the emperor, dude. Okay. We we often play multiple I can't talk characters. To, I can't that. talk to myself as Rogelborn, although that would right. be fun. So, <clears throat> if Christmas had a text-to-speech device, another Q and A, another aneurysm. Kitten was still on his way to Mars, so it fell to Magnus and Rogeldorn to feed the Emperor's masochism. No, I have no intention of creating any Primaris Marine. How did you even come up with that question? It is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. The Emperor said in response to the latest question. All right, Dorn, I think it's your turn. Magnus said to his brother. I guess I, I can do di- this, dude. Oh, never mind. I, 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 I can take Rogel Dorn. I find okay. it difficult okay. to believe that you would have to think about that, considering it was your turn and there are no other people reading questions to father. The over-literal Primarch of the Imperial Fists replied. 
It is your turn. Magnus corrected to avoid another pointless fight. Duly noted. This question comes from Super Saiyan Diclonius. I do not know the significance of this name, Thorne stated. It is a cross between a Zeno and a mutant. That in itself confirms that this question will be really fucking stupid. The Emperor explained. Ahem. To the Emperor of the Imperium of Man, Dorn began. As if you are not part of it. The Emperor comments. It is said you have lived more than one life, shapeshifting between one human form and another throughout your 40,000 years. Dorn continued. Oh, fuck. You better not ask me what I think you're about to ask me. The Emperor could feel his rage building. I believe I have found one of your past lies, but I can't be sure, Dorne goes on. I am warning you. The fucking world eaters will ask me to take a chill pill after I'm through with you. The Emperor begins to glow as he feels another warp storm prepare to pass. Which is why I must ask, were you Santa Claus? Dorne concluded. No, I am not Donald fucking Trump! <laughs> oh. <laughs> The Emperor's anger disappears immediately, replaced by a deep sadness. Father, is something the matter? Magnus oh. asked him. He had never seen his father this upset. Magnus, do you know why I never tried to fill the warp with my own demons? The Emperor asked his son. Magnus was very visibly taken aback by the sudden question. Oh, um, well, well I, I don't know, I mean... I guess it would be difficult, but not too difficult, considering the fanatic worship of your followers, you technically could capitalize on their belief that you're a god, and become one, or at least something close to it, or... I meant, why do you think I haven't tried something like that before now? The Emperor corrected. Magnus was taken aback, not by the interruption, but by how passive it was, not even a single curse word. Um, no, why haven't you... More importantly, what does this have to do with this Santa? Dorn inquired. Because I did. And that was him. The Emperor replied. What? It started in humanity's first dark ages, in the first millennium. Demons were a major problem back then, and the current rulers of legislation were actually more incompetent than today's. Around this time, I was only just starting to get a handle on who I was and what I was supposed to be doing. I had already tried ruling for a while by myself back then, and it failed miserably. So I decided to care of shit from the shadows, whispering into the right ears, putting knives to the wrong ones, and occasionally scaring the shit out of small children. So that's where Conrad Kurza came from. Did I say it right? Of, yes. Of course, my biggest pastime was murdering demons, and it is during this time that I started to wonder, if demons are our thoughts made manifest, wouldn't it be possible to make my own demons that weren't such horrible fucking monsters? Well, while you could possibly create your own Neverborn and shape them to your image, they wouldn't be that numerous or powerful, though. I know that you egg-laying egghead. And the Emperor snapped, resulting in unintelligible noises from Magnus. I was mulling this over while I was frightening small children one night, when one of the kids I scared ran into a stranger. 
I was ready to mind-murder him if he tried to rape, mutilate, or otherwise harm the boy as strangers tended to do to children in those times. But to my surprise, he simply gave the boy a wooden train and walked him home. Why would he give a small boy a train made of wood? It would be impossible to move unless it was on a track. It was a toy train, Rogal. Oh, that makes more sense. You should have specified sooner. Why the hell would he give a small child an actual train? That makes no fucking sense. I know, that's why I asked. Fuck you, Rogal! Anyway, I started observing this kind stranger and found that he would wander the streets late at night like a serial killer. But instead of leaving bodies behind, he would give handcrafted toys to any children he encountered. When he wasn't doing that, he was building the toys he gave out. Eventually, people started to notice this, and it brightened their spirits, even more so than my demon murdering did. But that was only the common folk. The rulers who relied on that fear to stay in power decided that some nice guy handing out handmade toys to children was a giant fucking threat, and they had him executed. Typical. Every time someone tries to make life worth living, some power-mad, wolf-obsessed asshole comes along and destroys everything you sought to achieve and bestow upon the unenlightened. While I could not intervene to save the man's life, I decided that what he brought to humanity was too valuable to allow some power-mad assholes that I was going to accident to death in a week to destroy it. So as he died, I claimed the man's soul and bound it to this plane of existence. Oh, so that's what you meant. This would allow the man, who I presume is the Santa, to continue to spread joy and kindness to humanity, right? Correct. Santa Claus, as he came to be known, used the powers of the warp to create toys the likes of which he could not make with mortal hands, and gave them to children all over the world. But eventually he realized that even he had limits and could not do this effectively all the time. So he started creating toys for every day of the year and delivering them once a day. That day was known as Christmas. So there was a single day every year where all the children of ancient era got a new toy because you turned a man into a demon? Christmas was about more than toys. It was a time of celebration and joy that brought family closer together. It was an excuse to tell your diet plan to fuck itself while ate your weight in pies and turkey and just felt good about being alive. That sounds excellent. Santa Claus was such a huge success that demons actually became a rare occurrence on Terra, so I decided one was not enough and made several holiday demons. That's actually a pretty good idea. So what happened? Yes, if this magic toy maker was still around, I am sure we would have heard of him. As humanity grew, so too did its influence in the war. What I had not planned on was another sentient race corrupting that presence without going through humanity first. That shouldn't be possible. How could one race's gods interfere with those of another without interacting with the mortal beings that nourish those gods? Because back then, humanity did not isolate itself from the rest of the galaxy. It was naive, trusting, foolish. They wanted to spread their joy to other races. And while the majority of races they interacted peacefully with happily enjoyed human holidays during the Dark Age of Technology, one race that did no such thing was the fucking Eldar. Oh shit. Santa Claus brought joy to his worshippers. Joy is an innocent form of pleasure, isn't it? Hey, hey, look who's catching up. That's right, when Slanesh was murder-fucked into existence, she didn't just devour the majority of the Eldar gods, she also consumed all of humanity's gods. 
Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, Uncle Sam, along with the lesser holiday demons such as leprechauns, tooth fairies, cupids, Santa's helper elves, and various other holiday deities. And I also found out that the reasons demons stopped coming around was because none fed on pleasure. The following massacre was so depressing that I decided I didn't want to try that again. Ever. Wow. There were demons that only spread joy to their vi- uh, Well, I can't even say victims. Subjects? Magnus asked, still trying to wrap his head around it. Yes, of various types. Andres' purrs would have turned out very differently if Halloween and the Great Pumpkin still existed. The joy of scaring and being scared was a pretty fun one. The Emperor commented. How can experiencing fear be fun? Because it was part of the holiday. You would have to celebrate it to get it. So now I will never get it. No. And all of this is the Elnar's fault. Yes. Well, if Christmas were still a thing, I think I'd want Santa to give me some Eldar soul stones for some new painful experience, experiments. Agnes, weren't you listening earlier? Christmas isn't about the presents. It's about celebrating life with family and loved ones. If it were still around, I would be spending with my sons, even the Black Templars, bonding through common interests with, say, a crusade. Doran said with as much fury as his disposition would allow him. Well, what do you know? If Christmas were still a thing, it would be exactly ten days away. You know what? Fuck it. I'm bringing it back. Merry Christmas, mankind. Fuck the Eldar. They're the reason you can't have good things. The Emperor said, as all of humanity, even the listening chaos spies, united in their hatred. We cut to the warp uh, with Slanesh. Slanesh was just minding her own business, playing with itself, when suddenly he, she, doubled in pain. Ooh, oh my, I don't know what's going on, but I think I can get used to I. Oh, oh! Slanesh cried out as a long, dormant presence swift from her being and flew off. Call me. We then cut to the warp in Corn's dimension. Corn was pissed, very pissed. Granted, he was always pissed, but this was different. Was Fucking like, damn it! What the fuck is going on? But Blood God received his answer when a formless presence flew into his face. His rage bubbled up from his throat, and he vomited boiling blood all over the spirit. The blood hardened the flesh, and a new form: a bloodthirster with a large gut, a strange red and white outfit, and a two-sided battle axe, an empty sack. Presumably for carrying skulls. Oh, that makes sense. Corn said, uncharacteristic clown after the literal rage dump. I don't know who the fuck you are, but go out and kill something. I don't know what, and I don't care what. Most of Corn's daemons just ran off at this point, but this one was different. It put thought behind its actions. Let me check my naughty list. The bloodthirster lashed his axe to his belt and pulled up a scroll of skin with names written in blood. Eldar names. Simply looking upon the names filled the demon with such rage his eyes lit a flame. Ho, ho, ho. The end. That was delightful. Very interesting. I, 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 I... Go ahead, Sergeant. I, I, I did really like this. It, uh, it, it did remind me of an episode of TTS. I can see why this is the one of the higher rated Warhammer fanfics on fanfic.net. Yeah, this is like perfect, picture perfect writing for 
a TTS episode. That's exactly how it would go. I quite liked it. I quite enjoyed it. There was a, there was a few typos, but overall, I'd say that was uh, that was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Quite good. Quite good. It makes for good podcast listening too, because it's very like script style. Yes, it was quite nice to go to the go through the uh, the back and forth. I liked being the emperor. Mm-hmm. I hope the voice wasn't too annoying. No, that was great. Oh, I should probably ask because I don't think we've talked about it. And while we can't talk about New Year's because it's not New Year's yet for us, even though this episode will air in 2023, how was your guys' Christmas? What did you do? I had a great Christmas sitting at home playing video games. <laughs> nice. Did you get new I mind? watched movies. Nice. How was your Christmas, Sergio? Well, I asked you a question. Did you get anything? Oh, did I get anything? I got like 12 shirts and two sweaters. I bought myself a desk. The parental uh, the parental gifts once you get past 18 because you just get close. Oh, how's, my, how's your new My desk? parental Hi. gift was nothing. Ouch. Actually, no, I got money. Well, that's pretty good. That's something. How's the desk? Oh, well, I bought it myself. Like, that was my but gift to me. Desk? Yeah, but how is it? Oh, how is it? Yeah. Um, It's awesome. It's a lot bigger Are than you... my last one. It's a, it's a standing up to sitting down desk, which means it has a motor inside of it that makes it go up and down. And it's quite quiet. I like it. Are yes. you at it right now? Yeah. Are you standing or sitting? I'm sitting. Okay. Not a high energy I, uh, podcast right now. No. I got a okay. I got a God of War Ragnarok, which I have been enjoying a lot. It's a very good game. Um, nice. Christopher Judge definitely deserved to win the Best Acting Award at the Game Awards uh, for Kratos. Um, all, and 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 he and he and his eight minute speech was uh, worth it for the the work that he put in. Uh, I also got Xenoblade <laughs> Three. Nice. I've heard a lot of really good things about Xenoblade Three. Yeah, I still need to finish Xenoblade One and the the two DLC, but I think I'm I'm pretty sure I can just go into three uh, without having finished those. But those are also on the list of things that I, I want, want to do. Um, yeah, they're they're I also, connected enough. I also picked up. Uh, well, I I have I have fifty dollars in my Steam account. I bought um, what was that game? Uh, that game that I played with Jacob the other day. Um, something the king. the king in the name of the king for the king for the king for the king. Yes. Um, if anyone has never played for the king, it's a uh, multiplayer turn-based RPG uh, dungeon crawler game. That's pr- really fun. It's really good. I haven't decided what I'm going to do with the other $40 I got. Um, I'm probably going to wait to put a, a bit more money in because I have uh, like big paychecks coming in. So I think I might just like round myself off with like $60 and decide to buy something. Mm. I want to get I want to get a Final Fantasy Crisis Core remake that just dropped. And also um, uh, Marvel Midnight Suns, which is uh, a Marvel strategy game from the creators of XCOM and uh, Civilization. Right here is really fun. Nice. Interesting. 
sounds like a pretty good lineup. It definitely sounds. And like then a uh, also, I have to buy uh, business cards because we have OhioCon coming up. Oh yeah, we ran out, didn't we? Yes, we, we got completely wiped out at North. Uh, a whole crowd of people just took them all after WTF is this. That's awesome. Hopefully the same thing goes for OhioCon. I'll have to see. I, I don't know. I'll have to ask Michael how many we bought, but clearly we need to buy more if they're going to last for the, the whole year. When did you get those ones? Um, I think at the beginning of 2022, I think. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. Because we had them at OhioCon, so I think it was the beginning of 2022. So however many that we bought originally lasted us through the year. Um, okay. But just in case, I'm going to uh, get a little more because you never know. Yeah, expect to be that. more popular than ever before. Make sure to have any design changes done beforehand so that you can just order a shit ton of new ones. I think that yeah, I mean the, the, the only thing that we're swapping yeah, out is the QR code, which is going to be our link tree rather than just like our Spotify. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that works. Yes. Oh, well, and I, uh, like- I guess, um, uh, speaking yeah. of Christmas related things, I, uh, uh, well, you guys know this, but I participated in the, the SCP art exchange and mm-hmm. I got a, I got a tail based off of one of my SCP 7261 and it was okay. Um, it was made by a, a rando, uh, someone who'd never written for the site before. And, uh, he seems to be AWOL. Because he, because he hasn't, he hasn't, like, he's not in the Discord. He hasn't posted like on the site. Like, he didn't post the tale. I contacted him um, because uh, I had some concerns uh, with the tale, like him stripping out all of the Mexican influences from the piece, um, because that that SCP is closely tied to Mexico and its folklore, and the because it, it's a Mexican vampire, and and like I'm reading it, and it's like sh- her name is Lunrada, and I'm like that. It's not a Spanish name. I don't. What 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 were you going for with here? Um, and also, there was like typos or some grammar issues. One of my one of my one of my favorite things that's in it is that it's like Lunrata was surrounded by seven, eight, maybe nine men, and I'm like, you're the you're the you're the author writing. How many were there? <laughs> why, why is there a why is there why is this a question? Because it's one thing if it's from from Lunrata's perspective, and she doesn't know how many they're in, but it's from third person. Just well, say I mean, that there was nine dudes Yeah, third person perspective is a thing. But it was not yeah, from third person perspective. Was it omniscient? It was like omniscient narrator. Suddenly becomes blind. Yes. It also it also generally just kind of felt like it needed more like like don't get me wrong I, i'm yeah. I'm very grateful for the gift i I liked it it just it needs more polished if it, especially if it's going to go up um mm-hmm. so I do hope that he gets uh that he gets back um and then my my tale uh which was based off of a uh, an SCP um uh three 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 thousand three hundred thirty three thirty eight three hundred three thousand three hundred thirty eight uh which is an automaton that shows up in your house uh when you're like 
uh, living alone and it's like your roommate. So the tale is about from the automaton's perspective, he shows up at like this foundation agent's house and she's this quirky girl uh, who's like uh, super nervous and she meets a boy and then like, you know, escapades happen. It's a nice, really wholesome um, thick. And I, I forgot I wrote this at the bottom, but I found it last night, but there's a part at the end where the automaton is watching, uh, um, the girl in question, Shizuka, give her boyfriend a present, and she gets him, uh, a Gact CD, and I very specifically write, Journey <laughs> Through the Decade was a bop. <laughs> it's, like, the most out-of-character line in the whole thing. It's not written, like, the automaton's dialogue, it's just me speaking through it going, damn, I love Journey Through the Decade. <laughs> Damn. I love a little self insert. It's great. Uh there's also another banger line in there where she's like she so she comes home and she's covered in blood and the automaton's like, "Oh, she must have had an accident in the kitchen. She's covered in ketchup." And she she runs over and she's like, "All right, uh <laughs> remain calm. I just I got jumped by some chaos insurgency guys, and I'm pretty sure this is this is their blood mostly. I'm going to go take a shower." And she comes back and she's like, "All right, I got, I got asked out on a date. I'm pretty sure I don't smell like blood anymore. Uh guys don't like that, right?" And the automaton's like, "We do not." <laughs> sounds very wholesome it is you should read it i need to read it because i read the gift that was addressed to you but i haven't read your gift addressed to another person yet you know what's a broad moment the person i gave a gift to didn't give a gift to anybody else what yeah they uh they ghosted i don't I, i don't know i didn't ask them but uh, you you can tell because like like on the on the thread that lists like all of the gi- so like like on the thread that lists the gifts it'll say like so you think you can fanon gave to blank received from blank so if you're missing a gave to you can tell who didn't give anybody anything because mm. if because for the, those in the audience who weren't aware the SCP art exchange which is like a, a secret Santa thing um got a got screwed over because 39 people didn't uh didn't turn in their gifts for whatever reason out of how many 144 okay so that's a that's a pretty big percentage yeah and a lot of them were really yes. late kick uh call offs uh mm-hmm. too yeah, one user, uh, Lord XVNV, who we've we've read his work on the show. He's the guy who made the Gold Baker Ryan's Insurance SCP. He banged out six gifts in like three days. Dang, for people. Every Props everybody managed to get a gift, and everything I saw from like the like the the four day like crunch ended up being like really good. Like there were some really good art pieces and stories being written. Hats off to those people who filled in, and shame on the mm-hmm. people who didn't decide on like because like like because like i i knew when i signed up for it that like i was going to be busy during that time because i was like finals week and i still got my thing done yeah because you planned in advance like a normal person yeah i said all right two two thousand word p two thousand word minimum and then like if i have to like if i go through critique and i and i have to add more then that's fine but two thousand just do 500 words a day get it done in four days and that's what i did you're showing off your 
superior writing skills. Yes, yeah, my, yeah, so my superior pretty hard right now. Time time management skills. That too. In fact, the time management is probably the more important part of the equation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if I if I didn't think that I should, because w- one person one person j- just goes in the chat and is like, uh, "Uncle Nicolini, there's an issue. What's the issue, user? Um, so I forgot about the art exchange entirely, and uh, my laptop is broken. Can I have till Christmas? It's 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 four days from the from the you know the." The exchange being over, and gifts got to go out on Christmas. Sergio's moral of the story is: set reminders, people. Set set something. Don't don't sign up for things and forget about them. Yeah, set a reminder. Make a schedule for yourself on how to complete it. Make outlines if you're that kind of person. And set aside time. It. Follow it. The the, I think the most helpful. Thing ever to utilize is some sort of like calendar application so you can just block in a chunk of time and you say okay during these hours i'm just sitting here and i'm writing and that's it yeah or drawing that's how you which, 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 whichever you decided to do or drawing yes well, all right are we done making our call out posts uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm done ca- calling out the, 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 the uh, Todd from Jacksonville who forgot to turn in his SEP gifts. Oh. You know what you did. He knows oh. what he did. He and he's done he far did. more than that and far worse. And he knows far more than that, too. Mm-hmm. And with that, uh, we love you, and we hope that you are having a good 2023 thus far when this episode drops, and we will see all of us, including Sean Sexism. We'll see you at Ohio. I do not love you.